0: Because Because you you can
1: easily get gas lit. Yes. You can get lit. She never got lit. She
0: never got lit. Her gas was
1: totally unlit.
0: (laughs) Dear Shandy. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Doing okay. Doing okay? Yeah. We, before we get to our recap, have some housekeeping notes to cover. We do. Yes. And we discussed this and decided that this would be a good place to put it. But we also want to know if this is something you like. So let us know if you want us to shut up and get right to the recap or if you want a couple of minutes of housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> housekeeping, yes. first of all, mm-hmm. it's not really housekeeping. It's just news. News. And important news. Important. This is the real news. Oh, yes. Yes. This is the
1: news you need to tune into.
0: Yeah. Housekeeping was a bit of a misnomer. But news You finally met your love on Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. As you might have seen on Instagram, Andy and Thomas finally became one.
1: We did. And I would like to say that I clearly was a fan of Thomas out of the gate Mm -hmm. and and became maybe almost too much of a fan, (laughs) possibly to an uncomfortable degree. (laughs) However, as much as I may have been fanning on him to a... Uh, tongue-in-cheek level at one point. Yeah. I will say, having met him, that I was underestimated.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I was underestimating this beautiful man. Mm-hmm. The love I have for Thomas is real. Yep. He is a wonderful man, and anyone who still hates on him, I will say this objectively, you are wrong. Yep. You yeah. are absolutely, positively, exactly wrong.
0: Yep. Yeah, you guys bonded over many things. Mm-hmm. You guys
1: are like two peas in a pod, really. He is hes just exactly what you wouldn't expect.
0: Yeah. Also, everyone else we met that night was also lovely. Becca, I knew I had very high expectations for Becca, oh, meeting and, her in person. And, and a delightful person. Unbelievable. Funny, smart, asks questions, all the things. But yeah, you were saying.
1: Oh, no, no. I don't want to interrupt, but I would like to add that the relationship also... <laughs> A plus. Which brings us... A plus. It gets a dear Shandy seal of approval. Theka, don't let me down. I say has serious lasting power.
0: Which brings us to our next point. Because we, of course, announced on Instagram that we finally got to meet Theka. (laughs) That just sounds weird. I'm going with Thomas and Theka for now. Unless it's Tekka, Because Tom, no... It's T H E is the, It's not a hard. It T. should be Teka. It, it should <laughs> but be that te- sounds
1: weird. It sounds yeah. like some like Aztec word.
0: <laughs> so uh the point of me mentioning this is many of you were like and rightfully so were like, is there a love fest coming? Mm. Well, I think it's about time we address this. Yeah. Because we have been working very hard on this for many, many moons. And Thomas as well on his end has been trying. Thomas
1: has expressed interest in coming on Dear Shanty for for months.
0: Yes. And I guess this is our way of saying that if you're not a Bachelor-affiliated podcast, that you don't get to have such guests on your podcast. The
1: powers that be
0: are keeping us down. down. Yep.
1: They're, They're holding us down. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: you know what? We will still persevere and make it in the podcast sphere even if we don't get the guests that they know would help allow us grow. allow us to have. Yeah. And and quite frankly that we deserve.
1: I earned Thomas. <laughs> Thomas will tell you the same thing. <laughs>
0: yes. Yep.
1: I put in my time.
0: Alas, alas. Yeah, if you're not in the network. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, we're do? working
0: on it maybe at the year mark.
1: Yeah. Show your anger.
0: Yes, show Rise, your ire. Bra-
1: raise your pitchforks <laughs> online.
0: Yeah. Come shanties with your yes. pitchforks. Oh, also, we also have to mention that we met Abigail and Noah that night. Oh, and they were also, also delightful. delightful.
1: I was a, overall as a, a very solid bachelor evening.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that was first bit of news slash housekeeping because I do think we, I wanted to address that on the podcast instead of in a comment on Instagram. Yeah. We, we tried, we will continue to try, and we will probably be continued to be told no. Yes. Okay. And then next on the list, Andy, Mm -hmm. do you want to address the chair?
1: Yes. So um, a very momentous happening is going on here. This chair, this very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. But, you know, it looks nice. Mm. It's it's not that great. It's not a great (laughs) chair. But it is red. I like red chairs. And I've grown accustomed to the redness of it. But this chair is being retired.
0: Yeah. We have a new chair coming this afternoon, actually. So maybe no. we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves because maybe we'll hate the new chair. However, if we like the new chair, we will officially be retiring this chair. And Andy, for some reason, seems to think that we should give the chair away.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. It, it, it's, it's uncomfortable. You're not gonna you're you're not gonna enjoy sitting in it.
0: It's a horrible chair.
1: It's it's not a great chair. Um but it is a red chair and it's shapely. Yeah. It's all looks and no <laughs> no function. Yeah. All form, no function. Yes. But um we'd rather have somebody who has a real hunger for this chair have it. A yeah. Shandy who for some reason <laughs> wants this chair. I just figured I'd no, give it a shot. No, this
0: came up over dinner with your mom and you were like, we should give the chair away to to a Shandy. And yeah. I was like, I feel like that's insulting because who would want that chair? And I wanted to just donate the chair. And you were like, no, we should first ask the Shandy. So yeah. this is us officially asking you, does anyone want our chair? We will ship it to you. Or if you're in New York, you oh, can whoa, come whoa, get whoa. it. Hold
1: on a second, we're not just giving this chair away. Oh, There's gonna have to be a contest. <laughs> First, we're going to gauge interest.
0: Yes. Where there's no contest yet.
1: Yeah, there's no contest yet until the interest is there. If we get like three people saying they want the chair, yeah, no, one it, of those people is probably going to get the chair shipped yeah. to them. But that's, that's not a contest.
0: Yeah. So. But if many of you show interest in having a chair... A red chair that we are fully giving you the disclaimer is very uncomfortable. Then you let us know in the comments and over on Instagram on the post for this episode. Tell us what what's up. If you yeah,
1: want yeah. If we, we got to gauge interest. Yeah. But, and and to be fair, you know, if you sit in this chair for like two minutes, it's fine.
0: Oh, yeah. It's more so if you're recording in a podcast yeah. in a podcast. Right. If you're recording a podcast for an hour and a half. It's just not the most comfortable no, chair in the world. just
1: know that, that you can assume that it, from like minute 15 to the end of any recording, I'm in agony.
0: All right. I think that's a wrap on, okay. on that bit of housekeeping. With all of that out of the way, yeah. shall oh. we get recapping? Oh,
1: that's right. Recap.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's not just us chatting in our living room. <laughs> episode six, shall we begin? Let's do it. Overall thoughts on this episode? I liked it. Me too. A lot. Very jam-packed episode.
1: I almost couldn't keep up. It was yeah. very entertaining. My
0: note taking was very
1: harried. Yeah. yeah, we usually can have a little banter, but you were really. Oh, like, yeah. I, we it was have like to like keep, a, like a, keep like a trial um, stenographer.
0: Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Also, can I just say, usually hometowns is week eight. And Ooh. in this case, it seems like it'll be week seven.
1: Yeah. It and just sort of
0: felt like they happened all of a sudden.
1: And we almost got like a hometown beta with Brandon.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I've never seen that before. Well, so episode six kicks off with the guys having a man chat about how small the group has gotten mm-hmm. and how it'll have to be cut in half before hometowns. I mean, it's pretty crazy that it's already hometowns. I just have to say it one more time. Because usually you're at the point now where maybe someone could ostensibly get a second one-on-one. True. Yeah. Didn't happen. Okay. So the theme of this first date is Michelle students Mm -hmm. she's joined by four of her real life students which makes me think that that other group date those were actors the child actors
1: these students blew the other students away
0: oh they were amazing so they were kelsey jaylene ahmed and luke and Michelle says children are a huge part of her life and a child's opinion can be very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Definitely true. And Luke says in his ITM, Miss Young is my favorite teacher. Oh, my God. My he favorite. was so cute. He was he so a, cute. I mean,
1: it's almost like you thought it's almost like you can't be that cute. You, like he was trying to yeah, be cute, but he wasn't. He
0: wasn't. He's too young to know how cute he yeah, is. Yeah, he doesn't
1: know how to try to be cute.
0: Okay, so the kids enter the room now uh, where the men are staying and tells them that they will be taking over from here Mm -hmm. and they're planning the state. And Andy, you said Brandon's like, no. (laughs) 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 Yeah, no spelling bee, no spelling bee. Okay, Kelsey says she's trying to find out who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. Mm -hmm. Martin says in his ITM, there are two kinds of people who are going to be the most honest in this world. Drunk people and children.
1: So true. It is
0: very true.
1: Yeah, Martin, by the way. Except for
0: Martin in all states, whether or not he's drunk.
1: (laughs) Martin is, as much as he sucks to some degree, he lays down some pretty heavy truths once in a while.
0: He does, but then he also doesn't take any responsibility for when he he puts his foot firmly in his mouth. But we will get there. He
1: doesn't practice what he preaches. But he preaches well.
0: Yeah. I also feel like his honesty is selective honesty. True. Like he is like, it's my opinion. It's just on. It's I'm just being honest, but it's like your opinion could objectively be wrong.
1: True. Yes, you're right. Good observation.
0: (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) So Kelsey speaks with Olumide and says he's warm hearted and makes her feel warm inside like hot chocolate and chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) Do we even need to say anything about this?
1: Ah, kids say the damnedest things. (laughs) They
0: really do. Kelsey says she doesn't really like Martin. She thinks he's trying to show off and that he wears too much cologne.
1: Amazing! Can we give these kids (laughs) an Academy Award? It's incredible. Yeah, and I don't believe that was fed to her. I think these are all real. I agree. Coming from like actual real kid plays.
0: Yeah, and you can tell by how much airtime they gave this that the producers just couldn't get enough. Like it was one gem after another. Because oh. this actually took up a great deal of the episode. Have, it was like back-to-back-to-back to back to back gems. I
1: could do. You know how they often bring things back on The Bachelor that for some reason were popular? Yeah. Oftentimes I disagree with the things they bring oh, back. Oh, I
0: agree, yeah. These
1: kids, I want these four kids back. Yep. Every season if possible. Yes. <laughs> and 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 I have to say if I, if I had a lineup of all the uh, – the the guys on this season, yeah, I would pick Martin for having the most cologne.
0: Are is that even? I mean, are you no, going I, out I, on a limb saying that? Really, I'm not
1: going out on a limb. <laughs> I'm just saying I I believe that it was coming from an honest place.
0: Yes, Ahmed asks Rodney if he shaves his nipples.
1: Mm, very important question.
0: Yes, and then talks about their secret handshake. And when the producer asks how that secret handshake goes, he goes, uh. It's a secret handshake for a reason.
1: Incredible. And may may I add with perfect comedic tone.
0: Oh, these kids, they're great. Luke asks Clayton if he's ever farted in front of Miss Young.
1: It's another extremely important question.
0: And Clayton says maybe. He's great with the kids. Yeah. And Luke is impressed with his muscles and his fort, the things that matter in life. And he says it was probably the best fort he's ever seen. Wow. So Michelle waits by the limo and out walks Clayton, meaning he was the kid's favorite pick. And on their limo ride, they feed each other pizza and Twizzlers. And here we got the first of many, many word watches. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. This is our very first vulnerable in a voiceover here. Michelle says he's been able to be vulnerable. So the date is at a museum where Michelle has taken those very kids on field trips. I was very impressed with the woolly mammoth. In this you museum. really were. I was. I lost my shit over that woolly mammoth. And here they have to answer questions. They catch butterflies and answer questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clayton does a killer mating dance. Mm. I was actually impressed with this. Yeah, it was a little ridiculous, but it was also kind of accurate.
1: He committed to it, and it was bird-like.
0: It was. We saw his goofy side, basically.
1: It made it, we saw his vulnerable side.
0: <laughs> so they agree that the best holiday, if they could only celebrate one year, would be Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a safe one. Yeah. Uh, superpowers, he would fly. She mm. would choose to heal. Taking- I, I
1: like the way she like, yeah. she, like She's raises. She's a better person. She's like, yeah, I'm just better than you. Uh, I like to help other people. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not that myself. Reminds, that reminds me of the love fest we did with Jasmine and Eric, right. where it's like, if you won the lottery, what would you do? Oh, yeah. And she was like, I would buy a one way ticket around the world. He was like, I would buy my parents a house. <laughs> you
1: selfish bastard. <laughs>
0: And they talk about their best character traits, and Michelle reveals that she thinks hers is that she gives and gives, sometimes to her own detriment. And here he gives the most bachelorific speech ever. He's like, "Oh, I admire that about you. I hope to be that way. I've experienced so much growth because of it. Oh, wow, you were oozing marveling at this. bachelor oozing. There was oozing. a lot of bachelor oozing in yeah. this episode. And they watch a space movie thing." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wrote, space movie thing.
1: I mean, you could call that or a planetarium, but I don't know if that was a planetarium though. It was I think that was a planetarium. Really? Pretty sure.
0: I thought that the planetarium was where she went with Martin that time. Although someone did tune in to say that I was wrong, it was not a planetarium.
1: Oh, that wasn't a planetarium? (laughs)
0: No. Well, according to one person on YouTube who only wrote that wasn't a planetarium.
1: I'm pretty sure this was a planetarium
0: this this one here or,
1: or a space movie thingy the, well it?
0: this to me looked like a one of those sort of 3d screens where it could be whatever the feature is so this one could be about space but the next one could be about whales or something
1: i generally feel that any dome-shaped screen yeah which shows movies about space that's a planetarium
0: i'm sure people will fact check you on that one mm-hmm. please do in general such a cute date
1: So cute. Night at the museum is always, it doesn't matter what's happening. There's something magical about night at the museum, especially night at the Natural History Museum of any
0: city. Yeah, if we planned dates in this city, one would be night at Natural History Museum. I would
1: live in the Natural History Museum for weeks. Yeah. If I had a bed and some food, (laughs) it would be, how magical would that be? It's
0: not even funny how often we go there. Yeah. if anyone's curious where we hang out sometimes
1: yeah. if you want to meet us we'll be there <laughs> most of the time
0: <laughs> if you want to meet us and if you want our horrible chair,
1: yeah we'll be there with our chair
0: everything about us is so cool and desirable okay so back at the hotel the group date card arrives and going on that group date will be rick rodney nate Joe Martin and Olumide Hmm. meaning Brandon will be going on that one-on-one date Mm -hmm. we all saw that coming oh yeah and back on the date as they head outside to their meal Clayton says I love being outside and Michelle says all of the crickets
1: so this is a scintillating conversation happening here
0: it does sort of feel like they don't have that much to talk about they don't yeah Here at dinner, Clayton admits he's been chasing after things that would impress other people. I love that he admitted to chasing an MBA for that reason.
1: Yeah. For me, that was almost a flashpoint. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it
0: it is serious vulnerability to admit that you wanted an MBA because you thought it would be impressive to other people.
1: I think that it's very rare that someone will be self-aware enough to be able to admit that Admit that they were pursuing things in life to make people more impressed with yeah,
0: them. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, he says he's been too focused on what others thought of him and he has realized since that he's going to miss out on so much mm. if he thinks like that. And here we get our second word watch. It starts out slow, the word watch, but yeah. it really Picks up steam as it goes on through this episode. Clayton says. That's why I'm totally open. I'm totally, completely vulnerable. Back at the hotel, the guys speculate about whether or not they think Clayton will come home. Because it would mean that he would definitely get a hometown. I don't know why. I guess it's because we all know he's bachelor. I, going into this date, I did not think it was possible that he would not get a hometown.
1: Wait or at minute, least a rose on was this day. That a double negative. Can you say that in a, po- <laughs> okay. say so, it as a positive statement? Say it statement. normally, like yeah, a normal I'm person. It's too early for me to figure that out. Well,
0: I guess I, I didn't at the beginning of this episode realize that next week is hometowns. But for me, considering this is Clayton's only one-on-one and he is the next Bachelor, mm-hmm. it was just not, on, it wasn't on my radar that he could possibly not get the rose. I mean, I, I still did a double negative.
1: OK, I think I get it this time, but you did the same thing again.
0: Yeah. I did. So
1: you're saying that you thought Clayton was going to get a hometown. That's that's what we're getting at getting. I thought he here. would at
0: least get a rose on his one-on-one day. OK, uh,
1: yeah, got you. I
0: have a problem.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of double negatives. So I think despite, regardless of our top four, knowing that he was going to be next bachelor, we never thought there was any connection with him and Michelle.
0: No, but I still thought he would make it a little bit further right. to justify his event crowning
1: i agree and that inside information biased us but yes. if without that information if if i it didn't biased know that, us? It, it it done biased us <laughs> yeah without that information i would have assumed that clayton would have gone you know in a in the middle somewhere in the middle just nothing no fanfare
0: and it is interesting throughout this episode to observe how they still turn him into the bachelor
1: yeah i mean he's too bachelory not to be the bachelor Apparently, he's, he's bachelory with prejudice yeah with, it's a insidious. He's like, a, it's like a disease. <laughs> He's diseased with bachelordom.
0: Uh, so Michelle says in this conversation now, she thinks people lose who they are because they're afraid of being alone. Clayton says a thousand percent,
1: which is okay. It's yep. just over the line. A thousand or more is acceptable.
0: And the music becomes all ominous here. And I wrote, is she really not going to give him the rose? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was just surprised because we really haven't gotten a ton of Clayton. So I thought this was it. This was the time. Yeah. He was going to become a front runner and then get his heart horribly broken.
1: I think production probably pushed her to uh, let him go past. But I think she probably was like, nah.
0: She doesn't bend to the will of the producers.
1: No, I I believe that she makes her own decisions. Mm -hmm. Unless it's something so trivial that she's like, okay, fine. I don't care about it. But she's
0: done that with enough villains now where she's sent someone home. Yeah. Who I'm sure they were like, come on, keep them around for one more week. Maybe they were misunderstood yep. or whatever. It, it
1: is very clear that Michelle is making her own decisions. I
0: love that. Yeah. And say- she's
1: made a point of saying that several times, yep. particularly in her conversations with Martin, about how she is her own woman and yep. she makes her own decisions. And so it's it's safe Actually, to that say. that was with
0: Chris S., but yeah.
1: Chris S., Martin. Keep, keep up I it. <laughs> They're all these, the these, these second grade villains, I get them all confused. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's she's definitely making her decisions. They probably wanted Clayton around for another
0: Oh, you think Another so? Another role. Another role. So Michelle picks up the rose with what looks like dread. Mm. I have to admit she looks a little dread throughout this whole You think meal. it's easy yeah? to break up with a guy no. like Clayton? Especially because he's so nice, yeah. He's
1: so nice.
0: She says the rose means she's ready to meet his family and she doesn't think she can get there. Mm-hmm. He says he's really thankful for this opportunity and he handles it really well. And Andy, here you said he just got turned down in an interview for a job he didn't really want.
1: Yep, 100%. <laughs>
0: We're both shocked just from a bachelor perspective, but we're not surprised because no, this, there this was makes no sense. emotion. He yeah. was just
1: like, I've made it as far as I can make it. I know there's nothing here, and I respect your decision, and I will be going now.
0: Yeah. And now we have Word Watch three and four. Yes,
1: the vulnerable floodgates have been
0: opened. Yes. Clayton says on his way out I'm completely vulnerable and this is what happens when, when I become completely vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. In general, he doesn't seem that upset. He seems a little no. bummed, but he's like, eh, he doesn't shed a tear.
1: I think he's totally we, satisfied with his time on the show.
0: Oh, and we can't have that. Can't have that. Because no. he's too much of a bachelor to be so, no. so nonplussed in his departure. That is correct. He has to fully break down. Fully.
1: They, You know, they. I feel like that scene, which we're about to discuss. Yeah. The producers literally had him in uh, what the equivalent of like a torture chamber where they're just <laughs> trying to break someone. And eventually they're just like, okay, if I say I killed this guy, will you let me go? And they're like, yes, if you confess that you killed him, we will let you go. And I think that's when he cried.
0: I mean, they it's, wouldn't
1: let him out of that room until he cried.
0: It's also possible that they had a conversation with him and they were like, we're considering you for next bachelor. And then he we cried need this it. from you. I mean, I don't think that doesn't happen oh, my God, I speak in double negatives all the time.
1: Yeah, you do a lot of double negatives. (laughs) I've gotten used to it, but sometimes I'm just not ready.
0: (laughs) Anyway, I do feel like the kids were sent in. We agreed on this. The kids were sent in the next day in order to tear jerk him.
1: Yeah, they were jerking him hard for those
0: tears. (laughs) Yeah. And did it work? Yes. Yes, it did. Oh,
1: they jerked him to completion.
0: (laughs) you have to say tear jerk. Okay. That's what
1: I meant. Tear jerk to completion. Okay,
0: tear. Okay. Yeah. The tear being important. What were you thinking Important. About? So Luke and Kelsey give him handwritten letters and, and, sh- and say that he has to read them after they leave. Mm-hmm. And now, now is the time. We've been waiting for this moment all season. We finally get Clayton's bachelor audition. Mm-hmm. Yep, we've been waiting for this. Mm-hmm. He breaks down while reading these. And in his ITM, he says he hasn't cried in years. He cries and cries and says he wants love and a family one day, and he'll do whatever it takes to get that mm-hmm. whatever it takes. And Andy, here you said, cue a horror movie about him doing whatever it takes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Bye>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give me love.
1: <sighs> anyway. Anyway.
0: Or become bachelor.
1: (laughs) Or, yeah, or go on The Bachelor. That's also one way.
0: So I wrote, since when does anyone get an epilogue like this? The kids' letters were clearly planted there somehow. Andy, you thought the second letter was written by an adult.
1: Mm, Possibly.
0: Yeah, possibly. Anyway, this was it. This was our moment. Yeah. Isn't it funny the effort that they'll go to to make someone Bachelor, even if they're not actually a prominent part of the season, to the point where they don't even really get their heart broken on the season, because that did not happen.
1: Right. Clayton they, was
0: not upset enough, and that's why they had to do this. Well,
1: well, let's be clear here. All the tears were, had nothing to do with Michelle. No. They had to do with him and his search for love, his violent search for love. <laughs> <laughs> The bloodletting that he <laughs> commits to find his woman, but it, it really is just about that. It Has nothing to do with Michelle, and then they they manufacture this, and that's fine. I yeah. mean, they have to.
0: Yeah, I almost don't mind it because it was so in your face. Yeah, it was very, very blatant. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: I like. I. It's, I almost would rather it be official. Than to be subtle, like I'm being fooled, like, wait a minute, is this guy going to be the bachelor? No, I wanted to just be like, here's your bachelor guy, so now here's him crying. And
0: here's a scene we concocted so that you're convinced as to why this is a good idea. Exactly. Yep. And I mean, did we really think that the powers that be could allow someone who looks like Clayton could just come and go? No. Through the revolving doors and not try to seize him I mean, as a lead. I mean, you've
1: had back-to-back leads of color. Yeah. They were, like, chomping at the bit, and they found their, like, amazingly white guy. Yeah. He's unforgivably white.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and square-jawed and muscly, as they kept on. about. Lovely. And lovely. A lovely he, yes. man, Yes, I'm not seemingly. taking that away from yeah. him. I'm sure he will be just... Exactly what many, many Americans want in a bachelor. You will get
1: your red meat.
0: Andy, what is one of the fondest memories of your childhood?
1: Okay. Without a doubt, the thing that drew me in the most as a young child was sugary cereals. Yeah. And in particular for me, one cereal that for simplification, I will call Root Toots. (laughs)
0: I think I know what cereal you're talking about. Mm
1: -hmm. And Magic Spoon allows you to be a kid again with no guilt.
0: Yeah, you get to be a kid again while being an adult.
1: I know what you're thinking. Everyone's thinking this. This is what they're thinking. They're thinking, oh, they don't taste as good as those cereals.
0: Oh, yeah. They're like, it's going to taste like cardboard.
1: I challenge you to prove us wrong. (laughs) I challenge you.
0: Yeah. So shall I bring them out? (laughs) Yes, I have them here on the sofa because I'm that excited. Magic Spoon, cereal, multiple flavors. I'm so excited about this. Hold while I read some stats about how good these are for you. Zero grams of sugar. Think about that for a second. Zero. 13 to 14 grams of protein per serving. Wow. Think about that.
1: I'm thinking about it.
0: And only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. And there is variety. Four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. Your favorite is fruity. (laughs) For me, I'm a toss-up between fruity and peanut butter. But anyway, suffice to say, fruity tastes exactly like, what'd you call it? Root toots? Root toots. (laughs) And peanut butter tastes just like...
1: Flow, flow, fuffs.
0: No, actually, that's cocoa. But yeah, that too. <laughs>
1: wait, wait. Oh, peanut butter. What is
0: peanut butter? Tastes like Teas's peanut butter rups.
1: <laughs> Mises peanut peanut butter pups.
0: <laughs> yes, you're better at that uh-huh. than me. Somehow. Yeah. Anyway, we're big fans. I'm obsessed with these.
1: This is the closest you will get to being a child again, short of having a full temper tantrum in a supermarket.
0: (laughs) Go to magicspoon.com slash Shandy to grab a variety pack and try it today.
1: And be sure to use our code Shandy at checkout to save $5 off your order.
0: And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, they have a 100% happiness guarantee.
1: So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money, no questions asked.
0: Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Shandy and use code Shandy to get $5 off.
1: Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode.
0: Okay, so now it is the group date, and it's a farm date. I love these.
1: Farm dates are great. They're the best. Anything on a farm, I'm down with.
0: Yep. The guys have a cow milking competition. Mm -hmm. Rick seems to excel at the milking of the cow. Yeah. While Rodney struggles. And here you said, Andy, how weird is it that we do that?
1: That we literally squeeze the teats of a large animal and produce a fluid... (laughs) That we all as humans consume at almost every meal we have.
0: Yeah, unless you're vegan, it it goes in a lot.
1: And I'm not, this is not, I'm not getting on a soapbox about some veganism. No. This has nothing to do with, I'm not saying. No, it's
0: just weird.
1: It's weird no matter what, positive, negative, neutral, it doesn't matter. It's weird. It's objectively weird. I want everyone to take 10 seconds (laughs) to really sit and think about the process (laughs) and how weird it is. And let's go, 10 seconds. Okay. Well, you really Wow, you went <laughs> official. Okay.
0: okay, so now Joe goes against Nate in the milking competition. Joe wins, narrowly. And Michelle says, clearly Joe knows how to handle teats. And Michelle says she finds it the most attractive when a guy has the nurturing side to him, and she notices that Joe seems to be a calf favorite. Mm-hmm. This was very cute. It was super cute. Joe has a gentleness to him.
1: Animals are very in tune to that
0: They are And a- Andy here you said I would be a calf favorite I would <laughs> You would You you have a way with animals I do Yeah I saw a little bit of you and Joe In this scene mm, Thanks I would be more like Nate I'd be like come to me I want to pet you
1: <laughs> You have a very rough stroke
0: <laughs> I just I want to be like They're so cute Yeah And, and you're a little more like Come to me You want to squeeze me. a little
1: too hard <laughs> yeah, And they know that They sense that
0: So now they have to make butter. This was impressive. Joe's butter was out of control. Impressive. And they then shovel manure. And Nate hurts his back here. He takes the opportunity to sneak a kiss. Mm -hmm. And I love here that Michelle took over for Nate so that Rodney didn't have to shovel alone. Yeah. She's cool. She is. She's cool. Okay. And Andy, you were observing that Nate's back was bad. And that's not going away anytime soon. (laughs)
1: No, the injury he suffered there, I believe was uh, was something that will be with him for at least two or three yeah, days. Yeah,
0: I don't think he was faking it at all. No. no. You think he
1: wanted to show that? No. No. He, he he was hurt.
0: So it is now the evening. Michelle looks amazing. We have to quickly talk about this. Everyone's been wanting my... F- Not everyone. People who used to read my blog have been asking for my fashion commentary, and I'm still trying to figure a way to incorporate that. But in this moment, I'm just going to say that this look was killer. She had this one strap dress with ruching and draping and then these buckle details. What's ruching? <laughs> It's when fabric is sort of laid over itself to make a sort of like folded effect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Something guys don't do. <laughs> you don't do that as a guy, right?
0: I don't really picture you in your wardrobe having any single piece that has ruching.
1: Yeah. I'm not gonna ruch.
0: The most likely is like a pair of boots. Like you can have mm. leather ruched in a way. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got, you're with me Oh, on now this? I know
1: what you're talking about.
0: And then she had this center-parted slick ponytail. Mm-hmm. It was just the perfect complement to that neckline. Oh, she looked amazing. Amazing. Okay, I'm going to move on now. Mm-hmm. Here, we have our fifth word watch. Rick says...
1: Tonight, I'm going to be vulnerable. <laughs> Real simple.
0: <laughs> okay, and now Nate has his one-on-one time. He reveals here that he has a unique family situation and his dad has never wanted to hear about the girls he was dating or shown any interest in meeting them. This is very interesting. This
1: is very interesting. It also creates a lot of suspense about the meeting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, of course, the producers are like, yes, we have something to hang the entire hometown week on. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very intrigued. We
0: all know that Nate's hometown date will be last next week.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there will be a lot of dramatic music.
0: Yes. Uh, Nate says he's never once felt like he wanted to introduce someone to his dad until Michelle came along. And he says he's definitely, seriously, strongly falling for her. And he says he's never felt that way before. And now she says that she feels very strongly about him. And she says she's tumbling down a hill so fast falling for him as well.
1: I like the way they avoid the word love. but It's all like beating around the bush heavily.
0: It's like a
1: real like that bush is getting shaved down. Yeah. No, 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 that's not what I meant. No, no, no.
0: I didn't even go there.
1: That's not what I meant. I
0: didn't even go there.
1: You were about to go there. No, because I never I'm
0: always late to those. Okay,
1: good i meant it in a totally disney fashion
0: anyway they kiss here and we just couldn't stop watching them kiss it's, oh, it sounds weird i said look at his kissing skills and andrew you said yeah strong hand play
1: i mean is it is it not
0: it's a strong strong his, hand situation his
1: hand is never in the wrong place oh. it never feels forced it oh. never feels awkward oh
0: it's hot you know, you know,
1: when you stand around talking to someone, I've never, I'm, I mean, my whole life t- to this day, I still not exactly sure what to do with my hands when I'm talking to people. Yeah. You ever notice that? Yeah. You, you don't have issue, but you're an opera singer. You know how to be on a stage and all that stuff. You, you do. <laughs> what are
0: you talking about? You have just a natural time.
1: poise about how to like just stand in life. It's a, it's a skill. Just standing and talking to someone is a skill. A lot of people look very awkward and some people look so poised. They don't even have to be saying things that are great. You're just like that, that person, they know what they, they're in charge because their hands are in the right place.
0: Oh, so you, oh wow. So you think a lot about exuding an essence of incontrolledness yeah. involves, hand placement. Ha, involves hand placement. If
1: you have hand placement down to a science, you have half of life figured out. I've resorted to usually in pockets or sometimes I go with like the old man class behind the back. I do that a lot. <laughs> I don't know if that works, but some people, the hands are always in the right place. Nate. Handwork A plus.
0: Excellent handwork. All right. And Joe now has one-on-one time. He reveals his grandparents had and ran a dairy farm. Mm. Uh, it all adds up. And they make out. And I wrote, he's missing hand play.
1: Yeah, no hands.
0: It's uh, the Nate and Joe race. It's really this, but I do feel like the chemistry with Nate is kind of undeniable. I, I am, have to I admit, am
1: becoming firmer and firmer in my Nate camp. <laughs> firmer and firmer. Uh, not not unlike his placement of the hand on the neck region. Firm, confident, but not creepy.
0: <laughs> okay, and now we have our word watch six and seven. Michelle says These guys can open up and can be vulnerable and can accept that. And in return, I am able to be vulnerable. <laughs> this is and now it's really it's yeah, coming. We're,
1: we're, Anyway, I don't want to give it away, but we're oh, yeah. we're just in the middle of the journey. <laughs> yeah, we
0: are. And now we have a montage of one-on-one time between Rick and Michelle and then Rodney and Michelle. And Andy, you pointed out that Rodney is on the receiving end of minuscule push kisses.
1: Yes, subtle but noticeable. Th- the, Michelle the push, push kiss, kisses. I've similar. mentioned it before. If you haven't yeah. heard, the, 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 she gives a little push at the end. Like, that's enough. That's over. <laughs> It's over. It's a subtle though.
0: And right away, we get word watch number eight. Michelle says, Mm -hmm. all of these guys, they're all being vulnerable. Has anyone ever loved a word as much as Michelle loves the word vulnerable?
1: No. No one will ever love it as much ever again. Nope. She's the queen.
0: Okay, now we have a scene where Martin is talking to Rick. Mm. He says, a lot of things have made him question what Michelle stands for. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. And here we get him saying, but I have to point out this, we don't see any of this come out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. So we see Rick listening, we see Olumide watching them talking, all that stuff. Going back to her poem, obviously Michelle's gone through some childhood trauma. For her, it's something that's like deep inside her and that maybe she hasn't worked past. Mm, And I think that's mm, immature, unquote. Mm. Going back to her poem, obviously Michelle's gone through some childhood trauma. For her, it's something that's like deep inside her that maybe she hasn't worked past. And I think that's immature. So I just want to point that out that I actually think it is possible. Look, I don't like Martin. I'm going to get that out of the way. I don't like Martin. But I do think that Martin maybe didn't say it quite like this. Otherwise, they would have shown it coming out of his mouth and not had to frank and bite it together. Yeah. But it's how he handles it later that sort of undoes it anyway. Like, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but then he does himself in. But I'm just yep. pointing that out. Yep. Editing is oh, very yeah. powerful. Oh, Frank biting. Yeah. The takeaway I'm, I wrote here is that they're not making him look any better.
1: No, they do not. They have they are already firmly in the camp that Martin sucks.
0: Yes. Yeah. And Olu Mede here says that he thinks Martin is the only guy there with red flags. So Martin I'm has his one. of that. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. So Martin has his one-on-one time now, and Michelle asks what he thinks his friends would say his biggest downfall is.
1: You know, whatever Martin says, he's singing himself. Like, there's no, there's Martin doesn't answer this question right ever. You can ask him in any situation. It could be a kid asking him, an adult, a woman, a man, an animal. Of uh, something, uh, some alien, like a hologram. He's always going to answer wrong, yeah. no matter what the situation
0: Well, because what we've learned about Martin, and certainly by the end of this episode, is that he can't take any responsibility or any blame in anything. No. And so for him to have a downfall, 99% of the time, it's because someone else is misunderstanding him.
1: This is a character. This is This is a personality type.
0: Absolutely. No, you're right. Yeah.
1: I'm not going to say the word. But because we're not professionals, <laughs> yeah, 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 but I'm just saying that this is a personality type that the behaviors he's exhibiting and not uncommon type, but it's it's a type,
0: yeah. And maybe in mild form mild. Of, he's yeah. mild
1: of this type of person. Yes, but he has it,
0: but combined with other things like the way he uses it to manipulate, the situation but we'll get there i'm getting ahead of myself we'll get to it. okay
1: he's 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 the thing we're talking about light yeah. i just want to make that clear <laughs> i'm not totally throwing martin under the bus here. he's a human being
0: yeah yeah yeah. and so he answers the fact that i'm like brutally honest sometimes it comes off as like blunt and direct and sometimes there's a little bit of miscommunication like i think there was last time and he miscommunication. gestures yeah yeah miscommunication
1: not me baby all you <laughs>
0: She looks like she wants to respond, but he steamrolls right over her and says, yeah. but I really do think you're an amazing woman. So he twists this into a compliment mm-hmm. and then proceeds to shower her with compliments. Mm. And
1: She's not I, having it.
0: Well, she in this moment, she kind of deals. I think she's like, OK, I just know I'm not going to give him. Up. I think at this point, Michelle's just like, I'm going to let him go at the rose ceremony. I already know I'm done with Martin, but.
1: I think the only it's not person... worth the conflict. I think the only person in America who thinks that Martin is not going home is Martin.
0: Oh, I agree with that.
1: Which is another trait in the personality <laughs> type, but I, I'm not
0: saying Yeah, the, the personality type that we're not equipped we're not, or we're qualified not to. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, um, maybe if... I wrote, um, actually... <laughs> Um, you actually put that. Um, maybe Very if accurate. everything you say is not construed correctly, you're the issue. Mm. Why is it everyone else? You're the common denominator in being so misunderstood all the time. Yeah. Maybe you just are that bad at communicating, and maybe that's something you should work on.
1: Yeah. You, you, you see how he's Martin is subtly touting his amazing honesty. Yeah. While sort of very, with a nuanced shitting on Michelle's ability to appreciate and not miscommunicate that honesty.
0: Well, that's what gets me about that is he is... In deflecting any responsibility for being a poor communicator, blaming everyone else for being too sensitive. Right. Just being dumb. Like last week when he was like, I tried to go deep and I don't think she understood.
1: It was the the two extremes of this season of taking responsibility are where Joe says he literally went into therapy for ghosting her on DMs after they talked about basketball <laughs> oh, yeah. for five seconds. Yeah. And Martin completely <laughs> like, no, nothing. I'm I'm amazing. You suck. <laughs> it's
0: so true. Okay, so now Olumide has one on one time and here it normally I don't like it when someone does this, when they take up their precious one on one time to throw someone else under the bus. But I love Olumide. He can do no wrong. Also, I think that he knew at this point that he was done for. You know
1: what this was? This was like it was the end of the movie where there's a guy who's like, it's a character that you care about, but isn't critical yeah and you he knows that there's only two spots left on the helicopter taking them out of like the zombie (laughs) apocalypse and he's like take take my ticket just take it go go be with your family and like as the helicopters the zombies are like eating his brains yeah that's pretty much what happened all yeah he He knew it yep he knew he was dead he He knew knew that
0: he he didn't get a one-on-one he knows next week his hometowns he knows it's not in the cards for him yeah and he's like but I really care about you and I really legitimately like you and want you to end up with the right person.
1: Which made it all the more valid. Because it did. he was, no one is going to tell me that Olomide thought that he was going to hometowns.
0: No, he knew it. I don't even think they kissed. I think at this point, even he, when he oh raps. Has he never kissed her? No, I think they did kiss last uh, two weeks ago, actually. But what I'm saying is in this scene, it wasn't a romantic thing. He Even says, he wraps up the conversation with, I just want that right man for her.
1: Mm -hmm, I believe him.
0: Yeah. He's not trying to be like, no, not Martin, me. He's just like, no, not Martin. Yeah.
1: Anybody else but Martin.
0: Yeah. So he says that Martin said the fact that she hadn't dealt with her past, uh, meaning her poem and her story, is immature. And she thanks him and says that piece of information is huge and that's something she would want to know. And she says, Olumide is very trustworthy and has no reason to lie about this. Okay, so now Michelle returns to the group and takes the group date, Rose, of course. She has it in her hand and she's like, Martin, can I talk to you? She confronts Martin about him saying one thing to her face and then preaching it in a different way when he's not in front of her. Mm -hmm. And now we get word watch number nine. (laughs) Unbelievable. Michelle says, About me opening up and being vulnerable. Okay, so he denies this, says it's not true. And this is where he starts to really get me. And so I have my notes. You know, I have my notes about this stuff. Oh, I know. Okay, he says, can I tell you what I said? Am I allowed? Mm. He's so passive aggressive. He's saying like, oh, you're the big boss. Am I allowed to speak my piece? Am I allowed to defend Mm -hmm, myself? mm -hmm. Oh, he says there's a difference between being insecure and having insecurities. So... OK, that's what was not understood by the person who told you. Again, if everyone else is misunderstanding you, maybe it's you. She tries to respond and he steamrolls her here and she says, you have to let me speak. And as she tries to continue, he interrupts her yet again to say, but my love, you're putting words in my mouth.
1: Mm, my love.
0: He, this kind of creeps me out, this kind of behavior. Yeah, he seems patronizing. very mani- patronizing, manipulative, belittling her. Denying her experience, her feelings, like whatever she could have to say in response to him, what what validity could that have? Let me continue talking. Yeah.
1: He gets an F on this interaction. Oh, full F,
0: full F. That's what. That's why I said earlier, like, okay, I don't think he actually really even meant this, but it's how he's handling it. Yeah, like uh, he didn't say what he said verbatim. He didn't because it would not have been frank and bitten if he had. Right. But it's how he handles it that has me thinking that everyone else is right anyway. Always. Yeah. So he says, my personal opinion is you're letting someone else dictate the relationship we have. And she says, I think what's difficult is, and then he interrupts her to say, because for me, it's not even like, and he doesn't even really say anything. And then here she says, "Okay," because he just doesn't let her speak.
1: Yeah, it's not good. He doesn't
0: respect her
1: martin's martin's gotta learn from this martin martin will look back on this and say like no she totally misunderstood it like i was right she was wrong but if he really reflects and sits with this he'll realize that this is a good lesson for the rest of his life yeah don't be like that
0: maybe he'll learn that every woman in the city he lives in is not high maintenance if right? he actually listens to their feelings and their their perspective once in a while exactly So now I have my flashpoint. I don't know. You do. I don't know if you're going to... I don't know
1: about this flashpoint.
0: Well, it's really just her saying what I'm
1: saying. (laughs) So she's agreeing with you?
0: My flashpoint, mini flashpoint, flashpoint light, you don't have to agree with me, is when she says, the whole conversation has been about how you think I should feel about it and how I misread it. And you've cut me off every time I start talking. She basically just... Plants exactly what we're all thinking in that moment, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, takes having your wits about you to be able to do in this. It's not easy to deal with someone like this because Because you you... can
1: easily get gas lit. Yes, you can get lit. She never got lit.
0: She never got gas was
1: totally unlit.
0: (laughs) It's true. She she was. Fully in on what he was doing to her there and mm-hmm. didn't allow it and stopped it in its tracks. Yeah. So that's my flashpoint. Eh, because it's... Okay.
1: Eh, it's, it's, have some respect for the flashpoint. Flashpoint's got to be more flashy.
0: You say it... Oh, you say that... All right,
1: fine. I'll give you. You want to really... Well, do you
0: have a better flashpoint?
1: I did have a flashpoint. Okay. We discussed it earlier. What was my flashpoint?
0: I don't need... To, I shouldn't have to keep track of your flashpoint.
1: Okay. If we get to it and I, and I remember, okay. I'll, I'll drop it. Well, this is
0: my... We, we need the two of us to do a flashpoint. This is my personal. And we'll see what you come up with. Okay. I just think that it takes a certain amount of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Wherewithal? Gumption. No, not gumption. Yeah, wherewithal. No, not, wherewithal. Yeah. To gumption. <laughs>
1: Gumption. That's I mean, maybe word. gumption
0: too. But to, in that moment, when faced with someone this manipulative, mm-hmm. be able to be like, this is what is happening right now, and you're talking over me.
1: Well, it's like you're seeing the field from the stands. Yes. Like it's harder when you're on the field in the middle of the, the, the scrum. Yeah. But when you're in the stands, you see the field. It's she so sees true. the field. It's very so hard true. to do. Not it many is. people can do that.
0: Yeah. That's why I'm saying this could be underrated, but I'm impressed. All right, I'll give it to you. you want to go? No, I'll give you very light. <laughs> okay. Very light. Okay i'm okay with that okay okay and now here this is where he got me the most believe it or not mm. he says i apologize for maybe speaking over you
1: oh maybe no and maybe. the scoff you
0: not i apologize for maybe the maybe's bad but i apologize for maybe speaking over you
1: Ooh, uh, yeah. can you imagine
0: <laughs> a worse apology
1: he's not good
0: no it's not good If you're scoffing at the thing you're apologizing for and throwing a maybe in there, it's not an apology. No, it's
1: not. It's the opposite of apology.
0: Exactly. It's passive aggressively saying that you have nothing to apologize for.
1: Yeah. He's it's actually an insult.
0: (laughs) Yes. Okay. so now Michelle hammers that final nail into the coffin. She says, you have not listened to why I'm hurting. I have had I have to follow the fact that I don't trust you right now. And so I have to walk you out. And he handles this very well, actually. He says he hopes she finds her soulmate, and that's that. And Andy, you said, who cares? A lot of drama over nothing.
1: Yeah. All a foregone conclusion.
0: Okay, so what bothered you about this was the fact that you knew what was going to happen. It
1: was just dragged out. And I honestly thought that Michelle was relieved. Like, I sensed, like, she was like, oh, thank you for giving me an easy out. You know, I don't want to send people home. This is difficult. But now you've just made... One my of my job. hardest jobs, super easy. Yeah. And you can even say when she's, when Martin was like, I hope you find your soulmate. She gave She was like, anyway, okay, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Whatever. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. She was I've, relieved.
0: Yeah. I did feel like she kind of relished this. She
1: did. Because you know, you ever, like In when you're way. really stressed about dealing with something yeah. and then something makes it easier for you, you're just like,
0: yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when you don't want to go out f- to plans or whatever. And then the other person's like, oh, I have to cancel. Yeah.
1: And Wait. then you even say like, "Oh, nice, nice to flake." But that, if that backfires, though, oh man, that is a big risk.
0: And you They're like, "You know you what? You're right. Change. I'm a
1: flake. Let's go out." Like, no,
0: <laughs> why? Not that this has ever happened.
1: No, it's never happened.
0: All right, now we have word watch number ten. Oh, We've never double bro- digits. We have never broken ten before.
1: Word watch should never hit double digits. I think
0: our record is seven.
1: I don't even recall getting to seven. I think maybe five.
0: No, it's been seven-ish. But we're at Word Watch 10. Michelle says, I have opened up and been so vulnerable with Martin. So Martin now, in his car ride out, says, I'm not upset that I'm not going home. I'm not upset that I am going home. (laughs) I'm upset that she handled shit like that. And he Mm. fully rolls his eyes at her saying she spoke over him. Oh, at her saying that he spoke over her, sorry. And says, at this point, I wouldn't even care to give her a shot. A woman like that does not deserve my time. Wow. He does not respect women. No. He cannot put her, himself in her shoes. He doesn't care to.
1: No. This is very bad luck. He had a chance to sit in a limo and kind of just, you know, just gather his thoughts and yeah. say, like, okay, uh, I should ha- leave a good taste in America's yeah. mouth. But he left an even worse taste.
0: You know what he did here? He
1: had coffee breath and he ate a raw clove of garlic. <laughs> that's what happened in that limo ride.
0: So my comparison or my analogy is he's that guy who on the street is like, oh, hey, beautiful, blah, oh. blah, blah. And when you ignore them, he's like fucking bitch oh God, or like you're that's... ugly anyway. That's what he did here. Perfect. Can't... Thank exactly. you. I think I did better than your coffee you and garlic breath. You Yay. I beat good. one of we your all analogies. be good, right? <laughs> so him saying... A woman like that does not deserve my time. I don't care to give her a shot. He just turns on a dime. He's that guy.
1: Yeah, he's the guy.
0: Oh, you're ignoring me. You think you're too good for me? Fuck you. You're ugly anyway.
1: Oh, oh my god. God, those guys. That should be a crime. It should, should be. be a misdemeanor at least. Yes. Are you? Do you, Which? What do you think? What do you think causes more harm to the world? A guy parking in front of a hydrant for like 20 minutes when there's <laughs> clearly not going to be a fire. The odds of there being a fire are like a billion to one, or a guy telling a girl she should smile more. Oh, when he I, accosts her in the street, what what causes more harm to society? That's an eighty. That's an eighty to hundred fifty dollar fine in my book. I, Every time you're not going to go. No exceptions. No, no trial.
0: No fight from me on that. Yeah. Okay, so Michelle gives the group date rose to Nate, mm-hmm. which is a pretty big deal because Joe is right there. And but
1: but two great adversaries, real sportsmen. Oh. They respect each other's game. Yep. They respect each other's game. Yep. May the best man win. Yes. Old yep. school revelry. Old school. Sorry, chivalry.
0: Rivalry. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Get up. Get out of here. Get gotta out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that that It's the chair's fault. This, 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 this chair. okay let's let's get to the end of this
1: i would be so much better without this chair
0: (laughs) okay okay she thanks olumide for having her back Mm. and then we move on to the next day it is brendan's one-on-one date Mm. i feel like a lot of the deals we've brought up around here on dear shandy have been good but the deal that we're about to talk about now is really unparalleled
1: it's kind of ridiculous. It's a ridiculous It's the deal. closest thing you can get to just getting a bunch of free stuff.
0: Yeah, it's straight up theft.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're stealing from our next sponsor if you choose to take this deal.
0: Yeah, we are huge Postmates fans here at Dear Shandy. They cover all the bases. You can get food delivered from your favorite restaurant that may or may not deliver. And you can also get toothpaste in the middle of the night popcorn toilet paper
1: cold medicine
0: ah maybe you have a cold you don't want to physically go to buy yourself cold medicine
1: i feel like that was like 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 family feud (laughs)
0: like that
1: was the number one answer what do you use postmates to get late at night yes I'm going to go with cold medicine. <laughs> Do we have comas? Bing! <laughs> yes, yep, it's true. That was number one.
0: Maybe you need nylons delivered from the pharmacy because you need them for your outfit, but you don't have time to go get them.
1: Or maybe you want to get something that you're embarrassed to buy.
0: Oh. In person. Wow. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
1: Didn't think of that one. Do we have something <laughs> you're embarrassed to buy?
0: <laughs> Ding. Okay, well... Postmates has an unbelievable deal for the Shandies. Incredible. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners a little something. New customers will get 50% off their first five orders of $50 or more. When you use the code Shandy.
1: So that's code Shandy to get 50, five zero percent off your first five orders of $50 or more.
0: Max savings of $100 per order.
1: Just download the Postmates app or sign up online. It's super easy.
0: Offer is subject to change and taxes and fees apply.
1: Offer valid for 30 days after you add the promo code to your account. By the way, I noticed your exceptional top.
0: Oh, thank you. It's actually oh. a bodysuit.
1: Ah. Yes. What's the difference?
0: <laughs> well, this one goes all the way down, so it's also underwear. Oh, got it. Yeah, it I it knew that. Cups around I the situation. That.
1: Yeah, It's like it's like a, uh, a, a onesie.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's basically a onesie. Mm. But yes, I'm happy you like this because we're actually going to talk about it right now. Oh, wow. Frankly Apparel. You guys have heard me talk about Frankly Apparel oh, of before. Of course it's Frankly Apparel. <laughs> yeah. So Frankly Apparel makes clothes that you do not have to wear a bra with. Yes. So believe it or not. I am not wearing a bra with this bodysuit right now. I don't
1: believe it. (laughs) Show me.
0: You'll have to take my word for it. But believe it or not, it has support. It has a built-in situation. Totally seamless, as you can see.
1: I just can't believe it.
0: But yeah, I love how their styles are evolving. And this is very holiday friendly, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And what else I love about, frankly, is the fact that it is a small business. Mm -hmm. It's woman owned. Mm -hmm. They only produce according to how pieces perform or how they sell. So there's very little waste in terms of the fashion industry, Mm -hmm. which we know is a big problem nowadays. And worth mentioning, the two co-founders are both Shandies. Mm-hmm.
1: Early adopters, too.
0: Early adopter Shandies, yes. Mm-hmm. yeah, they were one of our first advertisers. They were. And we're big fans, and I'm a big fan, clearly. I wear their stuff all the time. I love it. So if you too would like to look like you're wearing a bra, but not actually have to wear a bra, then you can go to franklyapparel.com slash Shandy and use the code Shandy to save $20 off your first purchase.
1: Oh, clean 20 bucks. Yep. I like that. Yep. So again, that's franklyapparel, F-R-A-N-K-L-Y, Apparel, F-R-A-N-K-L-Y apparel.com slash Shandy.
0: So they drive to an ice cream truck. And mm. Andy, you loved this. Brandon was like, are we getting ice cream? No way. <laughs>
1: Like he's going to the moon.
0: <laughs> I have to point out, she gets mint chocolate chip. A girl after my own heart. Yeah,
1: I don't respect a mint chocolate
0: chip. Uh, I do. I heavily respect a mint I chocolate chip. I stand by I may mint, get some later today.
1: Mint overpowers all other flavors. If you love the flavor of mint, just get mint ice cream. That's it. No, but mint the Mint cho- wins every. It beats everything. No, but the
0: chocolate adds texture.
1: Uh, <laughs> mint is a... Is a mint Andy, takes over everything it's the party it's like the, the person who comes to the party with a bad personality who's the loudest person like everyone's like oh here they come they're gonna take over everything it's just screaming and oh look at me oh. never tells a funny joke never tells a good story long stories loud stories but never good
0: i can admit it's not the most nuanced flavor in the world however it really hits the spot
1: I disagree. You know where mint hits the spot? Like a mint lemonade. It, it complements like the, the, the sourness of lemon, like a little leaf of mint. Just a little bit. Just an essence of mint. Mint should never be the lead. It should never be the star.
0: Shandies, tune in and tell us, if you agree with me, that mint is a delicious flavor or Andy, where you think that mint overpowers everything it touches.
1: It has its place.
0: Okay. So they make out with ice cream and Andy, you said, I feel like that's her fuck boy.
1: I, I, I look.
0: Do you still feel that way at the end of the date?
1: I do. I feel... Okay. And I don't mean that in... I don't... No disrespect to Brandon. I think there actually is a real friendship and, as, and an adoration here. But I do believe that Michelle's keeping him around possibly because... uh
0: boom, boom. She boom. wants
1: to roll roll around a little bit with the, with the B-man.
0: I don't totally disagree. And I even feel that this date suits him. Mm-hmm. Like, right down to the contrived being caught in the oh, hot yeah. tub making out thing. Like... Bec- he just feels really young to me. And I don't say that in a bad way. No. I, I find him very sweet and I, endearing.
1: Is, you, at 26, you should be young.
0: Or 20, now 27. Oh, that's she did true. Give him yeah, yeah. But yes, I feel like this date just almost suited the type of relationship they have, which feels a little like high school and very like, ooh, we're sneaking around. Yes. I agree. You know, my parents are out, like, tee
1: I think the producers are also aware of this dynamic.
0: Ah, so you think it was their idea? Mm-hmm. Okay, so she takes him to her childhood house where her parents still live. He sees a portrait of her on the wall and says, "Look how straight your teeth are."
1: Oh my lord! <laughs> his it's literally his foot was like just cruising by, and he like grabbed it and stuffed it in his mouth. He's like, oh, oh. He's like, get over here!
0: She rightfully is like, "You mean they're not like that anymore?" <laughs> But you know what I love is that she could laugh.
1: She could laugh.
0: Yes, she laughed really she hard could at laugh. this. Yep.
1: Confidence. And I know probably what, look, I honestly, I had perfectly straight teeth too, but I didn't wear my, you know, the retainer. Yeah. I just didn't. I didn't now like it. Now
0: you have a cute little gap. And I have a gap. Yeah, I love your little gap. Yeah. Thank you. Yep, that's what yeah, happens. It's,
1: right. it's not right.
0: It's still straight.
1: Straight, the- but gappy.
0: <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. Gaps are cute.
1: They are cute. They are Apparently, cute. Apparently uh, I was reading a Cosmopolitan article once. <laughs> I was. I was doing that. Yeah. That a gap in the front teeth is universally considered sexy.
0: I think that's accurate. Yep.
1: I agree. <laughs> okay.
0: So they go make out in the hot tub and he's wearing her father's swim trunks. And of course, her parents come home here. This feels really, really planned. Mm, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And they have a sit down now with her parents and they ask them, her parents ask Brandon and Michelle how they feel about each other. They ask how many kids he wants. He says three. And apparently that's the right answer.
1: Yeah. Nailed it.
0: Then he asks Michelle to leave so that he can ask her parents for their blessing. I like this. Not just The father's blessing, Mm -hmm. but the parent's blessing. Bold move. And Andy, you were dying here watching her dad.
1: Oh, Mr. Young. He (laughs) he wins for me. I mean, the guy is so, he's just like, he's like, please let this end.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does seem to think it's all a little bit ridiculous. This is
1: not, he's not. But
0: he's playing along.
1: He's trying his best. He's such a sport.
0: Oh, the best. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have a record triple word watch.
1: Oh my Lord. Triple. Michelle has infected the cast. It's a virus. (laughs) They didn't, no one even knew what the word vulnerable meant before they came on the show.
0: So, Word Watch 11, 12, and 13. Amazing. Brandon says,
1: She's been so vulnerable with me and the most vulnerable that she could ever be. And now I think it's my turn to show her that I can be the most vulnerable that I can truly be with her. Three vulnerables in one sentence.
0: Yeah, so now we're at 13.
1: And then if you think about it, how amazing that is, we've had many word watches. Most word watches are under three, three or under most results. And he said it in one sentence three times.
0: that's true. Okay. And the gist here, of course, is that Brandon passes the family approval test with flying colors. Okay. So now it's the evening. He tells her that her parents are the nicest, sweetest, most genuine people he's ever met. And we learn here that his best friend was his grandpa. And he wishes she could meet him on his hometown, but he is no longer with us. And he says that his grandfather taught him what love is and what to do and how much effort you need to put in to keep a strong relationship. And now he gives her a bracelet his mother made for him before he came on the show. And she said, if you truly think Michelle is the one, give her this bracelet, because if I see it on her, we'll give her the same love we give you. Oh, cute!
1: I gotta say, Brandon is great. He's great. I just think he's not a full grown up yet. Is that so wrong to say? Like, and and that's not a. It's it's totally, with full respect. Yeah, he has. I was at twenty six. I was like twelve. Like, I don't disrespect him at all. He is a young man. Yeah, and he's growing up. He has more growing up to do to be fully blossom into a man and i just don't think he's ready no. but other than that i think brandon is lovely yeah lovely
0: uh you're not getting any disagreement from me on this one i really like brandon i think he's a very likable contestant yeah. but i do i think brandon is winning no. no no i still don't think that i think what brandon really has going for him is he's extremely effusive and very dedicated like it oozes out of him
1: You know what Brandon is? He's a good person.
0: He's a good person who really cares about her.
1: Yes. What a novel
0: idea. Yeah, amazing. (laughs) I know. It is. You know, it's rare. She calls this bracelet one of the most meaningful gifts she has ever received from somebody. And he now says he's falling in love with her. Mm. She says her heart is going a million miles an hour. And Andy, here you said, no reciprocation. Telling. (laughs) Okay. I mean, she, to Nate, also said her heart was racing, but she then said, I'm falling for you. Yeah, Uh, And now, we're still going. Word Watch 14. (sighs) Michelle says. Tonight, I saw the vulnerable sides.
1: I will just say one thing. After this season, I think Michelle should just Google vulnerable synonym and just... (laughs) (laughs) Just like really put that to memory. Like at least the first 10 entries. Other than that, she's fantastic.
0: So now she presents him with the rose. She says she can see him being her best friend. Mm. And she says in her voiceover i know how hard brandon loves and that's not something that you come by often this stood out to me i really think that's brandon's big thing like it's such a novel idea that he's a good person who really really cares about her i do th- buy his feelings for her 100% oh me too yeah he is completely sincere
1: he's swept over
0: yeah And I think that's very powerful as a lead that you're not a walking dollar sign Mm -hmm. or a means to an end. It really does feel sincere. Brandon really cares about Michelle. And I think from her perspective, that would be tough to let go of when you're still not sure about other people.
1: It's probably the same as like a big time celebrity. Like people are like, why do celebrities marry other celebrities? It's obvious because they are worried that non-celebrities are going to use them. (laughs) something.
0: <laughs> All right, it's the next day mm-hmm. and Caitlin and Tasha, aka Kesha, mm-hmm. arrive to reveal the extremely predictable news that the cocktail party is canceled. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, Rodney says this is a curveball, but we were like, is it, Rodney? Is it? And now it's the rose ceremony. And getting roses are Joe and Rodney.
1: Amazing.
0: We were shocked. Shocked. Okay. Were we actually that shocked? No, I wasn't shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we can officially confirm that Rodney has been the season's dark horse. Oh, And I think we should own up to the fact that we underestimated him. We did. Yep. I can admit it.
1: He threw me with the Apple costume. The Apple costume. And the whole (laughs) Apple situation. Applegate was a problem.
0: Yeah. And just in general being the kind of nice guy that you expect to finish last.
1: He felt friend-zoned from the first moment he entered. Yeah. Full friend zone.
0: And it is possible that he is still kind of friend-zoned. Oh,
1: I believe firmly that he's friend-zoned.
0: Okay, but you maintain what you said last week, which is out of all the guys on the season...
1: He will stick around the longest.
0: As a friend in her life. Yep. Yeah. Till death. So going home are Olumide and Rick. Not... I mean, Rick has been in our top four for a while now, but if I'm honest, it was mostly because i don't know i don't even know why. i don't know why yeah he had a, he had a, a sad story he had and a thing he's been kind of prominent but i don't really have a good reason all along i've been like i don't really buy this and apparently i was right not to
1: he was my token white guy
0: <laughs> you just said what we were all thinking i'm sorry
1: i mean we were beating around that bush as well
0: yeah that actually that's a good point i'm glad you mentioned this this is momentous mm-hmm. final four all people of color yep that's a big deal. That's yeah, exciting. It
1: is a big deal. Yep. The turning, the, the changing of the guard. Yes. Bachelor, I mean, I remember the first season of Bachelor was the whitest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yep. I think that was my takeaway. I was like, damn, that was white. <laughs> and I, I, it wasn't even a race thing back <laughs> yeah. then. I was like, was a damn white show.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Good on her. Yeah. Because I guarantee you the show probably tried to make it oh, a yeah. little They're more like, white. Please,
1: <laughs> one white guy, please. They're like, no.
0: N- yeah, knowing knowing them. Yeah. So now we have our credits. And this is the final pitch for Clayton as Bachelor. Mm-hmm. We get to see him and Michelle's student Jaylene paint each other's nails. And it culminates in Jaylene in her ITM saying that she thinks what's next for Clayton will be the next Bachelor will be being the next Bachelor.
1: Yeah. Again, another Oscar for Jalene. Like, She's just great. everything is great. How, all four of these kids. Tremendous.
0: Yep. I think they were chosen well. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm.
1: I want more. Yeah. I demand more. Yeah. I will write letters, <laughs> weird letters to ABC <laughs> if I don't see more of those kids.
0: Yeah. They're stars. Stars. That was kind of cute, honestly, how the show did that. It was cute. It was a little like wink. Yeah. I mean. To all of us.
1: To all the people who, for some reason, didn't think Clayton was going to be the next Bachelor.
0: Yeah, just based on looks like you. <laughs> yeah, just based on looks. <laughs> okay, that brings us to the end of the episode, Andy. Mm-hmm. And now our word watch. There were a total.
1: <sighs> wow.
0: I'm out of breath from the word watch. A total of 14 Holy vulnerables. Cow. This is out of control. This is getting out of control.
1: I mean, she outdid herself. I really, I. It's not just her. It's everybody. Like you said, she it's has infected. Infection. It's a inf- virus. Yes. I mean, I I was assuming five, six, seven.
0: Yeah, I thought there would be somewhere between four and eight on this one. <laughs> I said every number except the numbers. You yeah. Said.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thanks.
0: <laughs> but only one person.
1: One correct guess out of. Many hundreds, many hundreds. One person got fourteen. Yes.
0: Yeah, congratulations to Frida Wambua. Not only did you guess correctly, you were the only one to guess correctly, which means there was no draw. You had no competition.
1: She was a true winner.
0: A true winner.
1: Fourteen out of hundreds. Yes, hundreds of guesses.
0: Yes, yeah. Well done. Bravo. I think this is
1: a this is not this is not a a, a compulsory applause. This is oh, like no. we're gonna.
0: No. <laughs> i can't whistle i can't whistle
1: yeah how can you not whistle you're such a musical I c- person i can
0: only do a loon call
1: i've been trying to teach charlene how to whistle for years wow it sounds like a really like lonely wind on a cold <laughs> night
0: yeah but freedom um
1: Yeah, not not to take away.
0: (laughs) Congratulations. I mean, that's
1: incredible.
0: Please email us at dearshandy at gmail.com by this Friday at midnight to claim your prize, your Hello Tushy bidet.
1: Yeah, she earned the Hello Tushy bidet more than anyone has ever earned it. No offense to our other winners. (laughs) This is our best winner. Yeah, our best. (laughs) Mathematically. No
0: offense, but she's better. She's better, yeah. Okay, so Andy, for next week, the word watch.
1: I mean... Can we do another word watch this season? No. The next word watch is Vulnerable. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. You're I creating mean, sorry work for, both for of me because I'm the one that inserts
0: the clips. I want you to choose a word like, I don't know, domino or something.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: No, because it's like it's unbelievable. I don't trust that there will not be more than 10 again. We'll put it this
1: way. There's fewer people.
0: Oh, that's true. So
1: fewer people to say vulnerable.
0: Okay, that's true. Okay, vulnerable again. Fine, vulnerable. In case you're new around here, we will explain again one more time. If you want to play the Dear Shandy Watch, you will submit your guess for the number of times you think the word vulnerable once again will be uttered in episode seven. So hometown week. Mm-hmm. And you will enter your guests using the numeral of the number, not the written word, the numeral.
1: The numerals.
0: <laughs> or the numerals. Possibly. Uh, and you will do that either below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this recap, the one you're watching right now. Mm-hmm. Do not email us. Do not DM us. This is still happening. You will not be entered if you DM us. So please do not do that. We want you to have a chance to win.
1: You can DM us, but don't DM us your guests.
0: And... You have to do that by eleven fifty nine p.m. Eastern time this Friday. Submit your guess, no. and if you guess correctly, you will be then entered in a draw, and one name will be randomly selected, and that person will win a
1: hello tushy <laughs> bidet. Yes,
0: yes, we it never loses its novelty. Nope. so Andy, predictions. Who do you have in your top spot? Nate. Okay, I'm torn.
1: Really? Yeah. I'm less torn than I was before.
0: I, well, I am choosing to stick to my guns because I i don't want to be thrown off the scent. The show does this. Yeah, yeah. And even though I Nate is being fed fed to us heavily, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I see it, and I recognize it, and I think I could be 100% wrong, and I will be regretting those words later, I am keeping Joe in my top spot.
1: That was a lot of caveats there. <laughs> Really conditional.
0: Well, I just really see a connection there. I think the one thing holding Joe back is that he has not professed any feelings for her. He's much more reserved. He's much more guarded. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we see that Michelle responds well to that. Yeah. And actually all, all leads do. Sure. They never want to feel like they're out there on their own. People usually do. Yeah. yeah. People like being told that people they like, like that. Yeah. (laughs) It's
1: one of the critical elements.
0: Yeah. So I think that what's holding Joe back is that. And Mm -hmm, if he does get there, then he's going to shoot to the top.
1: He'll have to get there in the 11th inning though. I mean, he's running out of time.
0: He is running out of time somehow. He had his first date last week, but he's running out of time. Mm. Okay, I assume you have Joe in your second spot. Yes. Okay, I have Nate in my second spot, narrowly. And who do you have in your third spot? Brandon. Same. We both have Brandon. And that means that we both think Rodney is going home next week.
1: Rodney is just laughing at us this whole season. I
0: know. Maybe we're still underestimating him.
1: We may be. I mean, could I foresee Rodney being in the final two? I could at this point.
0: Yeah, he continues to surprise me to the point where I—if I, if I that take that
1: happen- back, I could see him in the final three. <laughs> no, I'm not giving. I'm not giving him final two. No, no. I, I'm drawing the line on Rodney. He's not going to the final two, under any circumstance.
0: We should not underestimate Rodney. All right. He has con- he has continued to prove us wrong week after week. Yeah.
1: No. but as I said, he has vindicated himself.
0: Yep. And we're big fans. I like Rodney. Nothing bad to say about him. Everyone
1: likes Rodney. Who doesn't like Rodney?
0: I just think in terms of a romantic connection, it's still Joe and Nate. And as much as I like Brandon, it's it's just me. I'm actually annoyed.
1: I'm annoyed by how likable the final four are. There's no one who's not likable.
0: Which, by the way, it all comes back to her.
1: She knows how to pick.
0: She knows how to pick. She's got good taste. She's a
1: good person. She's She's a good, good
0: intelligent person.
1: Yeah. Uh.
0: we how do you know how rare it is to still like the lead this much in week six?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is rare. Usually, we, by we now they soured on us. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. That's it. Always happens. The lead yeah. does something, and you're like, she's made kind of, annoying. Literally, the most annoying thing about Michelle is how often she uses the word vulnerable. That is very, very tame.
1: Oh my god! Could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, that is the lowest bar for being annoying annoying as as a lead that I've ever heard of in my life. That's the worst thing about her. You're absolutely right. Yeah,
0: she's very impressive.
1: All she has to do is do a Google vulnerable synonym, (laughs) and she is 100% perfection.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right, Andy. I think that's a wrap then for this. Another Looney Bin recap. I mean, isn't isn't
1: recapping Bachelor franchise shows Looney Bin to begin with?
0: You know what? Touche. You are 100% correct about Thank that. You. Yes. Well done. <laughs> if you enjoyed what you heard today, you can keep your Shandy in business by liking, subscribing, hitting the notification bell, following us on Instagram. Oh, telling your friends,
1: telling your friends. Yeah. I just it.
0: drew a blank there. You would think I would know this. Tell your
1: friends. And if you don't, if you've told all your friends, make new friends and, and tell, tell them.
0: them. Yeah. Or tell people who follow you with stories and things. Yeah. Basically, market for us. Please. It's
1: <laughs> all we ask. Leave
0: us Apple podcast ratings and reviews. That one's huge. We can never have too many. Yep. In fact, we were told by our production company the other day that this is the most important thing.
1: It is. Apparently, this is the most important thing. Yeah, reviews. So, so leave us those uh, (laughs) five-star
0: reviews. Yeah, yeah. Not just any reviews.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We don't want to get into that trap.
0: Yeah. And, oh, and let us know if for some reason, I hope that I'm not embarrassed after this episode comes out for even asking this question. Andy seems to think that maybe one of you will want this chair.
1: Yeah. And if you do, let us know. Let us know. Because we will have a... (laughs) Earth-shattering contest to give away this chair.
0: Uh, I'm embarrassed about that.
1: I'm embarrassed too. My mother also disagreed.
0: Yeah. Basically, it was Andy's mom and me against Andy. And we were like, that's embarrassing. No. And Andy was like, no, we should do it. Someone might want it. We do
1: a lot of embarrassing things on this podcast. That
0: is, again, touche. And on that note, I think that's a good place to wrap. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye. (laughs) Yeah.